1: Agent Zero M, Sonic Blaster. Hey, I've noticed that it's been all the boys have been calling in today. All the boys. How about, you know, the ladies listening? At one point, you were a little girl. Yes, I know it's hard to believe now because you've got kids of your own, but at one point, you were a little girl. And just like the little boys, TV commercials targeted you. And the TV commercials for boys... We always, you know, I mean, way back when, when there were two genders, boys and girls, I know that that seems like an eternity ago, but there were some toys that were supposedly male toys, and then there were some toys that were supposedly for little girls. Now, there might be some crossover here and there. I mean, you can call G.I. Joe an an action figure all you want. To me, it's a doll. Just because the guy's G.I. Joe... It's a doll. It's not an action figure. It's a doll. Um, I'll always believe that. Uh, you'll never convince me otherwise. But uh, how many of you ladies listening, you used to be little girls, and you would um, you would get um, ads. You'd be bombarded with ads for things like uh, the Easy Bake Oven. The Easy Bake Oven. Uh, did you ever use the Easy Bake Oven? And wasn't the uh, the heat source of an Easy Bake Oven, wasn't it a light bulb? Yeah. How did that even work? Seriously, how would a light bulb generate enough heat to actually bake stuff. I'm sure, obviously it must have worked because they sure did sell a lot of them, but it never seemed to make a lot of sense to me. Wouldn't it take a day to get something to bake? And was it really baked or was it just just stale? I don't know. Uh, Anyway, welcome to the program. I've never done this topic before. I've done the topic of your all-time favorite toy, okay? That I've done, but I've never done this one. The most memorable toy you ever received? And like I said, so far, been a little sausage-festy here on the show. Got to hear from some ladies calling in. Well, if you talk like that, you won't get any ladies calling in. Good point. Uh, But uh, what was the most memorable toy you received? And if you weren't listening earlier, I'll tell you the little setup to this is uh, Evil Knievel Stunt Cycle. It first came out in 1973, it was one of the most successful toys in history. Yes, one of the most successful toys in history, 1973. And what's really interesting too is Evil Knievel was a really famous guy. He His name was lent to one of the most successful toys in history. You know what his net worth was when he died? Three million dollars. Now granted three million today isn't like three million back then, but three million. I thought it was gonna be a lot more than that. I was kind of surprised. Anyway, the Evil Knievel stunt cycle was a pretty good-sized toy motorcycle, and you'd put it into this uh, I guess we'll call it a charger, but the charger wasn't electric. You you turned a crank, and then you'd push a button, and Evil Knievel on his motorcycle would shoot out across the room. And I remember shooting Evil Knievel out across the room at grandma and grandpa's house. And I think it was about a dozen times, and then Evil died. I mean, the Evil Can Evil stunt cycle died, and that toy, back in nineteen seventy-three dollars. Now today, twenty bucks is is nothing, right? I mean, you go out some places, see certain bands, twenty dollars—that's your cover charge. Yeah, in Buffalo, unbelievable. But anyway, um, you go out, and twenty bucks is nothing. Back in nineteen seventy-three. Believe me, to a 10-year-old little boy, $20 was a lot of money. We're, we're talking about people who used to give me Indian nickels every now and again. Here's an Indian nickel. Yeah, we used to have – they were called Indian nickels. Um, they did away with the design because the dates always got worn off. It's very, very difficult to say what date an Indian nickel is when the date is worn off, but I digress. But when you are 10 years old in 1973 and Evel Knievel breaks – So your grandparents bring the toy back and get the $20 refund, and they give you the $20 refund. That was like, in today's money, having $130. Now, I'm not sure today if today's 10-year-olds think $130 is a lot of money, but I I sure thought it was. I thought it was rich. Wait a minute. That's a $20 bill? For me? You've got to be kidding. Uh, some toys were, were disappointments as well like the the suction dart guns. How many of you, oh, the suction dart guns? seriously D- I remember a suction dart gun dying on me the same day I opened it up Christmas Day, 1970 something. I got a few shots off of it and then the ATF came and took it. It was really weird. No but then then um, the, 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 the springy thing stopped working. It kind of sucked. Merry Christmas. Here's a piece of junk. I don't even think it was worth bringing back to the store. But um, what is your most memorable toy? Might have been for good reasons. Might have been for reasons that uh, it was defective. And by the way, table hockey, I will take table hockey. It's kind of like you ever see checks hockey in a bar? Little guys playing hockey with the dome over it? Okay. Well, we didn't have domes on the games we used to buy at the toy store. But that was the greatest game ever. The greatest game of all time. Unfortunately, the best version of it came with plastic players that would constantly break and the company went out of business, and we couldn't replace the players anymore. Brother Dick and I used to play hour after hour after hour. We had leagues. We actually had like draft choices and everything. We, we would do post-game shows into the cassette tape recorder of the table hockey games we just played. We were a little weird, but it's kind of funny because if you think about it, it kind of worked out. 803-0930. That was a lot better than than I am now, so go easy. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Your most memorable toy. and not mean the best, just means the most memorable. You're on WBEN. Edmund, hello. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah.
2: Same to you, Tom. Um, so my, my dad uh, gave me, year by year, uh, one of the cars from his... Childhood Lionel train set, um, which amounted to like eighteen or so cars. So, uh, and he would give me a little, you know, a bunch of lengths of track every year. Um, I still have it to this day. So it's from the fifties. It's pretty cool. That's my most memorable.
1: It sounds super cool. Now, do you? I don't. Do you still play with it? Do you still hook it up and let it run?
2: Unfortunately, no. It it hasn't been hasn't been unpacked in probably a decade, but uh, it's all still. I mean, it's it's in the original box. Every cars in its original box. The transformer can run four tracks. Um, it's uh, it's a pretty cool set hanging around somewhere.
1: Uh, well, wait, wait, hanging around. Don't you know exactly where it is? <laughs> well, it's actually in their attic still. Oh, well, maybe they went and sold it under your nose.
2: No, oh, it's, it's my dad's. He wouldn't sell it.
1: Do you have any idea? I I don't know the answer to this. Do you have any idea how much that would be worth today? 1950s, that kind of original box, no, you funny, kidding me?
2: The funny thing is they're not worth a ton because it was the 50s, it was post-war, everyone was having kids, and there's a million of them. Um, that and the the other brand, uh, fly or something flyer, um, Is it American flyer, American flyer. Yeah, that's it. Um, there's tons and tons of them out there cause every, everybody's, uh, you know, everybody's dad fresh from the war was buying it for their kid. So,
1: um, they're not worth a ton, but it's more sentimental value to me. Well, uh, excuse me. That sounds very, very interesting. Thank you very, very much. I uh, I appreciate it. Uh, toy, yeah, toy trains. And if you were a kid, all right, in the sixties or seventies, maybe the eighties. I don't know. I don't know if kids played with toys in the eighties. Uh, but the power source for the electric toy train, you will never forget that smell. <laughs> it's like a total electric smell. You will never forget. If you're not driving, close your eyes and take a deep breath and just think about train transformer and you'll smell that smell. It's amazing. It's amazing how that memory of a smell can stay with you for so long. You know, it's also amazing the legacy somebody can have. We were just talking about this uh, off air. For many years, we had a lady here at the radio station who was allergic to microwave popcorn. So we could not make microwave popcorn because we didn't want to make her sick. Well, she's no longer with us and hasn't been for years. But do you know that even today, nobody has done microwave popcorn? Uh it, it, it's almost as though it's, it's this cultural taboo here at the radio station. Seriously, nobody does microwave popcorn. I'm going to be working uh, tomorrow and Wednesday, and after that, I'm taking off until next Tuesday. So uh, basically two days to go for me this week, well, plus the 25 minutes, and then uh, going to enjoy the uh, holidays. Uh, translation, I'll be passed out on the couch. Let's get back to the calls on WBEN. This is Fran in Allentown. Fran, you are on. Hello.
3: Hi, Tom. How are you doing?
1: Yes, ma'am. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah.
3: It's the same to you. Uh, I just thought I'd chime in as a girl. Yes. <laughs> girl. My, my most memorable was a Tiny Tears, Um baby doll that came in a pink suitcase. And I know there's ladies out there that got them. <laughs> and it came with little bars of ivy soap. It came with uh, three outfits, a bottle, a pacifier, diapers, a clothesline with little wooden pins, and all kinds of different stuff in it. My cousin was the same age, and she got one the same Christmas. You know, my parents talked. <laughs> but we we were always running around with these pink suitcases. And to the years, of course, I, I lost track of it to all the little girls in my family. But I bought a disc um, replica, you know, um, of her. And um, I love her.
1: <laughs> well, to love this her. to this day, you speak of her with such a fondness.
3: Well, it, we had so much fun with it. We, we'd go up to Allegheny and, and meet uh, my cousin and my aunt and my uncle and my dad and my mom. And we'd always be running around with the pink suitcases and the dolls and we'd make beds on the rocks we make hospitals <laughs>
1: okay. oh wow, tiny tears fun. see as a little boy as a little boy, I don't think we quite understood the allure of dolls. Would you care to explain it?
3: uh well, you no, know, you know like men don't play house well and either do little boys we you to have to like um you know coax them and you know like we'll give you three cookies if you'll play husband <laughs> 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 For like uh-huh. two minutes. But, but you know, c- concurrently, I also got a fire truck. No. <laughs> yes, I did. I was a tomboy. I used to ride horses and run and climb trees and the whole thing like that. Awesome. But I played with dolls. I played with dolls, too. So um, I was, like, well-rounded. I, I used to love to play with the tractors of the little boys and their trucks. And they had, like, the rubber um, little snapping... Um, you could build robots out of them. They're like Legos almost. Yeah, yeah. And I used to play with those a lot with my little boyfriends. Um, so, or Lincoln Logs. Oh, I love those, yeah. But the pink <laughs> the pink suitcase. I mean, there was my feminine side, and then there was my masculine side, you know, of, of being a tomboy and playing in dirt piles.
1: I guess we'll call you non-binary. You were one of the pioneers in the non-binary movement, my dear.
3: Well, I'm pretty
1: feminine. <laughs> well, I am too, actually. So is Josh. Um, Are you? Really? <laughs> yes. I, uh, I thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Sure. All right. Great Great stuff. Your most tiny tears. I want I want to hear from ladies because, see, again, there was a certain time in America you grew up and certain toys, you were supposed to play with certain toys if you were a certain gender. Obviously, there's a lot more fluidity to that now than there used to be, but... Uh, the the table hockey games were so much fun, except the knobs, the the poles, the players, to which the players were affixed. Invariably, they'd get bent. Oh yeah, it, invariably, um, it, it wouldn't slide all that well. Yeah, it would, yeah, or the players would uh, would end up keeling over. Uh, and how many of you played um, table hockey where the only thing left of the player was just the stick part on the ground? Otherwise, it was like the invisible man. He just <laughs> had the stick. <laughs> oh, playing table hockey was great. Seriously. We were we were older, my brother and I, when we would play hour after hour. He is 11 years older than I, and we would spend two or three hours on a day like today um, upstairs. Playing table hockey. Ask Dick sometime if he ever won a game against me. Did he ever win a game? I'm not sure that he did. Stay with us on News Radio 930 WBEN. It is Bowerly on a Monday after a very nail biting Bills win. You know, not only did the weather suck, but you had to stay until the very last play. You couldn't leave early. Ooh. Josh, did you leave early? I didn't think so. On uh, News Radio 930 WBEN.
4: Selling a little or a lot? <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing. However, you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage, All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. Baseball is back, and
0: so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi view mode, and catch up with in game highlights.
1: News Radio 930 WBEN. So uh, every year in the village of Williamsville, uh, they send Santa Claus on a truck, and they bring the old fire vehicles and run them up and down the streets of the village. And uh, yesterday was, uh, was our turn. The sirens are so incredibly, piercingly loud. It is unbelievable. Now, ordinarily, I have a lot of fun with that. As it turned out yesterday had just managed to f- f- fall away for a cat nap. Five minutes later, rawr, rawr, but at least I had the presence of mind to get up and take a video. And in that video, you'll see me mooning Santa. Anyway, it is uh, just kidding. 537, the most memorable toy you ever received. And when I say memorable, doesn't mean it was great. It could have been a piece of junk, like the evil Knievel stunt cycle. I would doubt Unless you left it unopened, I would doubt that there are any functioning evil Knievel stunt cycles out there today, based on my own personal experience with mine. And again, one of the most successful toys ever put out in the history of America. $20 a piece, roughly, back in 1973. That's like $130 in today's money. In other words, my parents said, No, that's a grandma and grandpa gift. (laughs) And as it turned out, it was a grandma and grandpa return. Let's go back to the calls on WBEN. Karen, I like to hear what women have to say, because you ladies, you had a whole bunch of different toys marketed at you. Uh, You're on WBEN. Karen, welcome.
5: Hi, Tom. How are you doing? I'm really enjoying this show.
1: Well, thank you. Do you want to get like an Agent M-Zero Sonic Blaster now? Uh, Well, no,
5: but I have had a toy. It wasn't my toy. It was my brother's toy that I've thought about for almost 60 years. I have to set the scene. My mom had the living room with the plastic on the furniture and all that silky furniture. She had the seven-foot silver Christmas tree. It rotated. She had the lights that went on, and she had pink glass ornaments all over it. Christmas morning, my brother gets the gift I want. He gets a Johnny Reb Cannon. My father sits in the dining room about 30 feet across from this Christmas tree, proceeds to shoot the ornaments off the tree as it's spinning. My brother's crying because he doesn't get to play his toy. My mother's having a heart attack because our ornaments are there. And we are having a ball just watching him do this. And I think of this every year.
1: The Johnny Reb Cannon. Um, That was a big uh, Rambo Jim hit uh, when he would call the show way back when. (laughs) But anyway, can you describe the Johnny Reb Cannon to us? You know...
5: I think I was about 10 years old. It was huge. It was, it was about two foot tall and about two foot wide, and it had, it had a, about a four-inch ball that came out of it. and You got maybe 10 of them with this cannon, and you just pulled the lever, and it shot across the room over 25 feet. Hmm. It, it was the best toy in the whole world, and my brother got it.
1: What could possibly go wrong? The uh, Do you remember, because I never had one, the Johnny Reb Cannon. What, did it operate with compressed air? Did you have to pump it up?
5: No, you didn't pump it at all. You just, I think you pushed back a lever that had a spring in it.
1: Oh, and it gotcha.
5: It and just pulled the cord and and it shot, it even made a noise. I uh, mean, it was a phenomenal gift. And it was even better watching all those pink ornaments burst from the tree and seriously watching my mom scream because it was the room nobody could go in.
1: And it also came with a, a side piece of little amputated limbs uh, to fully recreate the Civil War experience. But when, when you're, um, sorry, when you're, uh, my dad was a double amputee, thank you. Uh, but anyway, my uh, the, the, the Christmas ornaments are very very fragile things. When you say that your dad was shooting them off the tree, didn't they I'm guessing they shattered, did they not? Oh, oh they they shattered, they burst and
5: my mother had put them on the tree almost with precision, like almost measuring them. They were these huge 5-inch pink drops on a silver tree. That nobody had. You couldn't invite your friends over. It was an embarrassing Christmas tree.
1: But she loved it. What caused your dad to shoot off the ornaments? Because I've watched enough murder shows in my day to know that usually, (laughs) usually your dad would be described as, you know, he really lit up a room. And he just uh, somehow went missing, but suddenly a new sidewalk had been poured in the middle of December in the backyard. Um, <laughs> but uh, what what prompted him to do that? Because I, I think he hated the tree as much as the rest of us. oh my goodness. and and it was it was
5: so frustrating. You couldn't go in this room covered in plastic and And I think it just got to him. And to this day, if you bring it up to my mom, she gets just as mad as she did. Almost 60 years ago.
1: Snapped. (laughs) All right. Wait, wait, wait. Italian or Polish? Christmas. Oh, Polish. 100%. I knew it was one of the two. 100%.
5: Our running joke in the family is that we are pedigrees.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, very well done. Thank you uh, so much, Karen. I appreciate the call. Thank
5: you for bringing it back and enjoy your
1: enjoy the night. Oh, absolutely. Thank you uh, kindly. Um, <laughs> okay. The Johnny Reb Cannon. You can watch the ads on YouTube. You want to pull up the ad for the Johnny Reb Cannon, Josh? Um, in and of itself, a great toy. Dad turning the Johnny Reb Cannon on the ornaments on a Christmas tree i'm sorry i find that to be funny but then again i was only married for four years how they pulled it off i have no idea but that would be grounds for divorce but you've if you listen to enough newscasts or watch enough shows on oxygen you'll understand that people do each other in for a lot less serious things than what we just heard that i mean that would be a good you know we don't know what happened he just he didn't show up to work one day and then the Surveillance tape shows up of the Walmart at 3 a.m. with people buying plastic gloves, bleach, buckets, mops. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, And the receipt would mysteriously be left where the body would be found eventually. Uh It is uh, 5.43. If you watch enough of these shows, there's a definite pattern that emerges. (laughs) I'm not laughing at the murder. I'm laughing at the clichés they've turned it into. Uh, Let's go to Kelly in uh, Chitawaga. Kelly, you're on WBEN. Welcome.
6: Hey, Tom. So I have four toys that stood out for me that actually I have to this day where my nephew, older nephew, played with them, and my son, who is now 21, played with them. The first is the original container of Lincoln Logs.
1: How do you know it's the original container?
6: It's not the original one that was made, but it was the first one that was purchased for us kids from my parents, a.k.a. Santa Claus, when we were younger. Oh, how, how okay.
1: cool. But what did you do with the Lincoln Logs? Because I could always, like, build the walls, then I got stumped.
6: Um, well, we built the walls. We would do little, like, houses, and we would jump. Take my brother's um, (laughs) Hot Wheels cars, and we took the ramp, and we could see how many we could get in there. (laughs) Um, We would take the smaller Lincoln Logs, and we would actually, because we had a cat back then, a couple of. Okay, you don't cats. don't
1: go where you're gonna go. Don't go there.
6: Well, we would we would leave them laying like in our bed and that, <laughs> where you couldn't see like the little divots on the on the smaller pieces, and we would lay them and we would scream to my mother that the cat went in our bed, and she'd come and freak out, and then she'd look and she goes, "Really? How many times are you guys gonna pull this out?" Oh and man! And I'm looking at her going, "As many times as you'll let me." <laughs> Setting up the cat you to know. be the bad guy. We did, but you know, my mother figured out it as soon as she saw it, so Wow.
1: Um You could have really freaked her out and put one of the long ones in the cat box.
6: Yeah, Something's wrong I, with I Fluffy. Wasn't, I wasn't trying that. No, there was there was a <laughs> limit.
1: <laughs> That's what I do. Forget forget the little one. Yeah. I mean, I, I would like to see the look on mom's face. Wow, <laughs> Fluffy, you did that. Very impressive.
6: Um and then the other one was the pickup sticks.
1: Yeah, okay,
6: remember them?
1: Uh, you know what? It's really funny you mention that because we were thinking about pickup uh, p- Pixie sticks, pickup sticks. We're thinking about those the other day. What what was the whole object of them like jacks? Remember playing jacks? Never quite figured that out.
6: That was actually the other one. That was one of my favorites that I still have. <laughs> okay, but okay, the pickup
1: sticks. Ex- explain the whole theory of that.
6: You had to pick up different colors, and when you dropped them, wherever they landed, you had to try not to move it. It's all, it, was, it was almost like a Jenga.
1: I, I, are, are you any good was. with chopsticks today? It just uh, seems like a related no, s- no, skill set.
6: No, actually, during COVID, I pulled out the pickup sticks in the Lincoln Logs, My and what was it, like two, three years ago now? My son was like 19... And we sat here. We actually played pickup sticks and, and Lincoln logs during COVID one night.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's funny because I think, you know, at some point, there, the people will be doing call in shows on what did you do during COVID? You know, it'd be a COVID memory show because people yep. like talking about the past. Um, we played Yahtzee and when this when covid was still kind of new and you didn't want to be around people cuz you just weren't sure we would do zoom yahtzee i kid you not zoom yep. yahtzee
3: yep oh yeah
6: well my ultimate favorite toy i remember i got it for christmas when i was 4 and that came from when i found out it came from my grandparents it was a doll and it was called baby love notes where each hand had a different a different note on it. The stomach had a note on it and the feet each had a note. And you could it actually came with a little thing where you could learn like to play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, you know, like the easier little songs and stuff that kids learn. Oh, you mean a musical note, not
1: I'm thinking like yeah. a sticky note. Like nope, that's kinda nope. weird. Like where did the it was, doll touch you, you know?
6: Yep it it was it was music notes I still have her to this day and to this day she still makes notes.
1: Well, how do you like music that? Notes. That's pretty cool, Kelly. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Well,
6: real quick, it used to drive my father crazy. They have to take it away at one point. They had to take it from me at bedtime because I would lay there for two hours playing Baby Love notes, and it drove my father crazy. <laughs>
1: I can't imagine why. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> uh, it's like having Santa Claus, the siren, just as you fall asleep. Uh, thank exactly. you very much, uh, Kelly. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas. S- Merry Christmas to you. Happy Hanukkah. All that kind of stuff. Let's go to uh, John in Elma. Just hand me a blanket. Uh, you're on WBEN. Hello.
7: Hi there. How are you today?
1: Yes, sir. Most memorable toy. Not necessarily favorite.
7: Well you know you remember this this western where they had this character his name was Te- Texas John Slaughter it was played by an actor named Tom Tyrone anyway he had this peacemaker pistol uh the Colt 45 peacemaker if you're familiar with that gun it had the white in the in the show it had a white mother of pearl handle and they sold it for kids and I'll tell you the thing was huge it was pretty heavy and it had the actual phony bullets, which used to put the round stick caps on them. I don't know if you remember those, Tom. And you would put those in the various chambers, and you'd pull the hammer back and pull the trigger. And it would actually obviously make a loud noise because of those round stick-em uh, caps. And uh, the the pistol was actually pretty heavy, I'm telling you. Huh.
1: You remember that? I, well, I don't. Re- no, it was a little bit before my time, believe it or not. But I, I don't remember that. But toy guns are not what they used to be, and you're right. Some of the early toy guns were amazingly, um, amazingly well made, and, and accordingly very, very heavy. Uh, yours, I don't remember. We never had the fancy guns with the uh, the stick the stickin' and caps. We never had those. We just had the rolls of
7: caps. Yeah, you had the rolls, but but this one here, because each individual bullet, uh, you had to they they came out with those round sticky caps. You used to have to put on these things. Well, like I said, the name of the character was Texas John Slaughter. Great name, uh, but that show didn't last very long. Yeah,
1: I, I never uh, honestly, I never heard of it. <laughs> but,
7: uh, well, yeah, okay. I know, like I said, it didn't last very long.
1: I know. Uh, don't don't feel bad. I haven't heard of any of the top twenty songs either. So you know, thank you, well, thank you very much. Everybody, everybody got a hula hoop. this is true thank you thank you very much you know if if you have put your family movies onto cd doesn't every family that had kids in the 1950s every one of you putting those family movies onto cd or dvd um you have a hula hoop right yeah my sister was the hula hoop queen she was amazing um she hasn't moved your hips like that since then. I'm having on very good authority, but uh, it was kind of cute to watch. Uh, oh, the Johnny Reb ad, the Johnny Reb cannon. Josh, I'm just trying to. Th- I'm trying to th- think about. Um, I'm trying to think about the mom in this story watching her beloved ornaments being shot off of her white Christmas tree in her plasticized living room by dad with the Johnny Reb Cannon. But let's uh, listen to the Johnny Reb Cannon ad, see if this brings back some memories.
2: Get hurrah, hurrah Oh, Johnny Rep is ready now Load him up! Wow! And we'll all feel gay When Johnny comes parking
7: home Be sure you get Johnny Rep, Remco's Authentic Civil War Cannon 1198, complete with Loader, Cannonballs, tow rope, and Battle Flag Remember, every boy wants A Remco toy, and so do girls
1: Also came complete with social media cancellation uh, based on the ad. I mean, could you imagine that product today? (laughs) The song itself. All right, how many? If you thought of John Velby when that was playing, I love you even more. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) There are so many things in that ad that we could pick apart, but uh, we're we're out of time. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball